That's right, welcome to the Total Stick Cast. Today, March 27th, 2019, I, Paul Johnson, was actually on time for once. That's better than any introduction I could give you. You can find out more about me at everythingpaul.net. And with me, as always, I found a meeting AA batteries on my strange addiction. It's Ryan Blair. Woo! Hey, it's it's better than coffee, man. Don't knock it till you try it. That's all it, I gotta say. Okay, okay. There's something to the Energizer Bunny, eh? He's, like, eating those fucking things, too? And it's only strange if you're normal. Okay, look at that. Yeah, it's yeah. Truer words never spoken. Um, never, ever. No, never, ever. So today's gonna be a tight show. I'm looking for, like, an hour, hour and 20, maybe. No video feed. We're gonna get down to it. We're gonna get the meat into the potatoes, and we're just gonna just, just fuck the potatoes. We're gonna do it. That's really weird. See, if I was going to do something like that, I, I, I probably would have made it a little bit more noticeably sexual. Okay. Right? If you're talking about fucking something, you know, it'd be like the meat and the taco, you know, and we're going to fuck that taco, you know, something, something. And that's just not a taco. That's gross. Not a taco. You know, or, or, or the hot dog in the bun, you know, the meat, you know, something, Too something easy. a little more like. Too easy. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying, just off the top of my head, because if you really think about it, I mean, the meat and the potatoes, we're going to fuck those potatoes. It's it just, there's nothing sexual about that. No, and no. So fucking. What? No. <laughs> I know there isn't. No. That's what makes it well, more off putting. <laughs> well, that just makes it awkward. I know. I do awkward. It's true. You so, do. You do awkward better than anybody I know. So. Well, thank you. What have you been doing this week? <clears throat> no, not a heck of a lot. The okay. um, the kids are off for spring break. Okay. So that's a thing, and um, we've we've just been puttering. Um, you know, trying to. Still trying to organize and, and okay. you know, um, get get cleaned up and everything like that. Um, let me see. Yeah, our dryer shit the bed again. Our new dryer that we just got. Holy shit, man. Yeah, just how we've had it for, what, like, like a week? This week has got to be you doing it. I, fuck, I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't know. Naomi seems to think I break everything I touch. So, I mean, maybe there is some truth to that because, I, like, I don't get it. I don't get Let's, it. Like the dryer, the dryer is working, but the heat doesn't. And the last dryer, I think the bearing went in it. So you know, I don't, I don't know what the hell. Um, it is. Well, no, it's it's like a it's an apartment sized dryer. Okay. Um, just we got a really good deal on it. We got the washer and dryer for a hundred bucks, and the washer kind of shit the bed, I guess. But um, the guy, it's a it's a friend. Uh, he thinks it's it's a easy fix. Um, uh, so, you know, for, and they're, they're only, and this is the thing, they're a year old. So, mm. I mean, I, I don't know, I don't know what the fuck, but, yeah, um, they shouldn't be having but, these issues. What but do you it do is to an apartment clothes? size. Well, no, but it is an apartment size, like I was saying. And, and, you know, I, I, I don't, I mean, I'm using a full size washer. So I try to, I try to limit the amount of stuff I put in, in the washer, and I feel if I put too much in, then I just leave it in the washer or I put it in the basket so I can start another load. And then, you know, I try not to overfill it, but I feel like if I was overfilling the dryer, it would be the motor that went, not the heater. And mm. the motor seems to work fine. So um, right now I have it going on, I guess, essentially air dry um, just because I did have two loads in the queue for um, for the dryer. So, yeah, I don't know. We're going to have to call somebody, but um, no, I don't do anything to my clothes. 
Uh, I, you know, um, other than the regular person, I mean, I piss in them, shit in them. Um, I think uh, I'm starting know, to understand. <clears throat> you know, I soak them in cocaine and then try to ship them to, um, to Florida. Um, okay, but those don't make it into your washer and dryer, so that's not even that's not even relevant. No, those no. Do, those ones do, no, those ones don't. No, those ones definitely no. don't. <laughs> I I would I would have a Colombian drug lord after my ass if if I did that. Be like, whoops. Yeah, 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 whoops. You know, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You know, you launder the money, can't... not the cocaine. Yeah. Launder the money. I, yes, yeah. Well, you know, sometimes I get confused. I am old and I am blonde, so those <laughs> those two things are not a good combination. But no, I think uh, okay. I think other than that, things have been 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 pretty quiet. Um, I applied for a new lawyer. Oh, okay. And you're, uh, I'm on and the you're divorce? Uh, yeah, in my yeah. divorce, I I was uh, I was assigned this lawyer, and um, he I I never met him, never talked to him, and um, I had to pick up all my files and and evidence and all this other shit from my from my last lawyer. And then I took it to his office. He just happened to be there at the front desk. And I said, hi, I'm Ryan. I'm your client. Here's my stuff. You know, um, get back to me. Oh, is this a, an emergency stuff thing right now? I said, no, no. You know, you don't have to jump on it today, right? But I mean, this was, this was, I think, middle of January. Uh, okay. So I gave him, I, I'm thinking a couple weeks, you know what I mean? Let him get caught up. Let him go through my shit. Couple weeks. Okay, no problem. Do his own thing, whatever else he's got going on. But no, and so, you know, I reached out to him and I've been trying to reach out to him since uh, since February, beginning of February, saying, hey, so what's going on? No response, no response, no response. Uh, I said, fuck it. So, yeah, so I'm uh, I'm in the market for a new lawyer. And, and <clears throat> so I'm not too happy because, again, it's a further delay and it's not my fault. Yeah, you yeah, know? no shit. So, but yeah, no, that's, uh, I think that's pretty much that uh, okay. all I can think of being fun, my fun. life. What about you? I went to a wedding. Yes, yes. And I don't know what I don't know what I was I don't know what I was planning on following up with it. I also got my crazy haircut, which sucks that we're not streaming uh, that we don't have the video feed today. But I'm wearing you a were hat supposed to you were supposed to send me pictures of that. I was going to, but I'm gonna take pictures for Facebook. I just haven't yet. So. Well, yeah. Um, by the time you get around to it, it's gonna be grown back in. No, no, it it, it won't be. Um, so I have the sides, I'll tell you about it. I have the sides shaved. Okay. And then right where my hairline would kind of happen with a, cause and I kept all the rest of my hair. So I have really long hair except for the sides. Well, not really long, like chill out, but I have long hair except for the sides. Uh, and, uh, I have it cut in little like, uh, pinstripes cut in on either side of the like quote unquote mohawk, if you will. Oh, okay. Yeah, it looks pretty dope. I've had a lot of compliments on it. So now we we discussed last time when when you were talking about getting it. You said we we decided that people needed you know a week or a day off work um, uh, paid to yeah. to get used to their new their new haircut their new yeah. look. And and so how long did it take you to get used to this? Hashtag hair day. Um, I, it, I not. No, it wasn't instant, I wouldn't say. I uh, By the time I had gone, because I had to go grocery shopping with it immediately afterwards, I'd yes. say by the time I'd been through the whole store and seen all and the got all the, all the and dirty looks left, and, yeah. Well, just, it got Points it out of me that it wasn't a dirty and... look. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I have my headphones on and an old lady's moving her lips near me. She's saying, excuse me, not, hey, weirdo, you know? So, like, once I got it out of my head that people were looking at me weird, I think it was fine. So... Awesome. Well, that's good. Um, I mean, you so know, it wasn't bad. you were a better bad. man than most. 
I mean, and the wedding wasn't bad either. It was, I don't know. I, I, the wedding, the ceremony itself was very, very, very religious. Okay. And uh, so very much, very much about the mega church in which it occurred. Okay. Um, and basically, the whole time was just like a giant "what the fuck" monkey going through my head. Um, you know, yeah. they have the digital screens along at like the the, yeah. the major sports venues that just stream like you know blah blah blah. Yeah, it was just "what the fuck" the whole time across one of those. Well, in my head. and that's the but, thing, and that's what I was mentioning about it when you said you were going to this wedding. These yeah. these I went to one of these religious weddings in a church. And they talk forever and ever and ever, and it's like nothing to do with marriage. It's like, and yeah. on the seventh day, God created ice cream, and hath <laughs> giveth thou with appleth. You know what? I, like, and I mean, it's so, like what? This one was like a hyper contemporary version of that because it is it is a mega church and such. Um, but uh, I don't I don't know. So it, it, I went to another one. So okay, just to wrap up about that wedding, I wanted to say like I don't know. I didn't want to. I don't want to talk shit about, like, somebody's wedding or whatever because I was just, like, an awkward fixture in the middle of what's supposed to be the happiest day of somebody's lives from my perspective. <laughs> Giant what-the-fuck. Uh, so... Good to know. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, I went to another wedding a while back, um, pfft, a couple years ago. I don't know. We both know the person, but it would benefit nobody for me to mention names on here because, yeah. Anyways, we both um, know the person. We both know the person. Um, How come I wasn't was, invited? It was a religious wedding. Oh, you'll you'll be happy. Um, it was a uh, it was a re- it was a very religious wedding, but in that very orthodox way that I, I think you're talking about. Like it was extreme. Like there was candles lit. Yeah. Like, and each person had to like hold one and this that and it was all about like the body of Christ and it was all about you know all that kind of stuff and it was long and so and I think it was like Catholic Orthodox or so, I don't know what if that's even a thing I probably invented that but it was like really like 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 hardcore it was pretty brutal it was in like an ancient freaking church and everything was super stuffy and ugh, it was just to me that yeah. really takes away from the beauty of not only the moment. But, you know, the memory of it, like, I, because yeah. people sit there and they, and they walk away, you know, in the yeah. first five minutes and, and, and they're going, she comes walking down the aisle and she's, oh my God, she's gorgeous. You know, they're looking, oh, isn't he handsome in his suit? And, you know, they exchange vows. Sometimes they write there, oh, is that, you know, but I mean, you, you get that first initial, oh, everybody's so beautiful and everybody, and then, the, and then the priest, right? And yeah. then <laughs> at the end of it, at the end of it. You, you, you're sitting there and you're going, fuck, you know, that was a long wedding. So then you get somebody like me saying to you, so, hey, you went to that, that wedding this weekend. How was it? Dude, they should have been serving liquor and, and opiates at the fucking ceremony. <laughs> you know, and, and that's, you know, and that's really unfortunate that, that, you know, because it's, uh, it just takes, to me, it takes away from it because, Hey, I, I, I'm not, I mean, I'm not really religious. Being Buddhist isn't, isn't necessarily a religion more than a a belief, but, um, I, I respect religion and, and, and I understand what religion tries to teach and, or teaches and, and, you know, all the different religions and everything. I think some people go a little crazy, you know, saying you have to give all your earthly possessions and you have to, you know, and all your money and, and, uh, you can't talk to somebody who isn't a Scientologist, even though it's your kid and, you know, shit like that. I mean, I don't agree with with the you know the dictatorship of some of these religions, but 
to me, I, religion just doesn't need to be shoved down people's throats at a wedding. No. You know, especially considering you're paying for this this church and this service. It's like, you know what? Say a few things about the sanctity of love and, and, and God's outlook on love. And, and then talk about the people. And then let them say their vows. You know, 20 minutes. Bam, it's done. You know? Yeah, let's not it so be bad. about the people. Like you're saying, let it be about yeah. the people. Let it be. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I. Like I had, like, and, and I mean, on on a similar thing, I went to my great grandfather's funeral. Mm-hmm. And this was, you know, this was 20, fuck, 20, 25 years ago, whatever it was. Yeah, I guess about 25 years ago. Um, and and he he was um, he was in this home, huge huge huge. I mean, this place was a hospital, and it was called Deer Lodge in Winnipeg. Great place, great facility, um, and and so the funeral was there. They had had a chapel area and everything, and they had a chaplain or or a priest, whatever you know it wasn't. But again, this guy gets up and starts just going and literally for an hour and a half. This guy's talking about the seasons and winter and snow and flowers and spring and, you know, and I mean, it wasn't that it was so much religious. It was just like, it just, he rambled on and on about, about nobody had a clue. (laughs) And I mean, yeah, absolutely. Religion was thrown in there, but it was, nobody had a clue what this guy was talking about. And I mean, Mm -hmm. it's not, it's not necessarily a bad thing to laugh at a funeral, you know? Yeah, it shouldn't be. But people people aren't laughing for the right freaking reasons, right? And it was just yeah, it was it was rough. So I don't know. I I, I, I just think that yeah, some of these some of these weddings and, and funerals and everything, they just they make it far too much about shoving religion down your throat and making yeah. sure that everybody there, you're taking that opportunity to, to convert. And it's just yeah. like, nah, I don't know. They're really, they're really selling, they're really selling the products subliminally. That like, it, it, it's like if you had a wedding and, it, and they were like, these two people met at a restaurant. That restaurant served Coca-Cola. Let's take a minute <laughs> yeah. to think about how many moments of our lives Coca-Cola has been a part of. Shall yeah, we? Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Coca-Cola, that effervescent drink. The yeah. bubbles. <laughs> In your mouth, that initial bam, yeah, like yeah, absolutely, man, absolutely. I don't know. All it's... in favor, remember the polar bears. <laughs> open bars. If the wedding has an open bar, not the wedding, but the the, the, yeah. the reception, <laughs> yeah. uh, especially the wedding. But if the reception has an open bar, I think there's probably a little bit more tolerance from the guests uh, to sit through a long ceremony. Uh, yeah, but I don't think the two necessarily go hand in hand either, because I think generally, if you're having that's uh, like staunch of a wedding, you generally don't have an open bar following it. <laughs> that's that's probably fair. I yeah. think I've I've been to one wedding that had an open bar, and I'll tell you that was a mistake. I definitely I... think there's there's something to be said about having to buy your drinks because you're you're a little bit more reasonable. I mean, I was walking yeah. around double fisting triples. Yeah. Right, and yeah. and it's not like. Free liquor. Yeah, I mean, then there, there's no boundary. It's just like, how many I had? I have no fucking clue. Yeah. You know, because yeah. I still have a hundred bucks in my pocket, so I have no idea. <laughs> so, no so idea. My, my little wobbly pop budget is doing just fine, so I must be sober. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I, I, I've been to one 
wedding with an open bar, I think. Maybe two, but I've been to two weddings where I could kind of drink as much as I wanted because I knew the person tending bar before. I was even underage, I think, so it didn't even matter. I was definitely wasn't paying. Um, uh, but yeah, so I, I've been to at least one, maybe two weddings with an open bar, and it's not. I've, we've discussed on very recently on previous episodes how I've almost killed myself doing so. Uh, so <laughs> That's no good. No, it's no good. Speaking of death, uh, I've had I've had one set of Beats headphones for the past eight years, and they only now have what I would consider to be an irreparable injury. Okay, so they're going to die. So that's my my both 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 my hard hard my my heartbreaking news and my um, <laughs> and and my endorsement for Beats all at one time. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm a I'm a Beats guy, man. I I got a pair of, of Beats um a number of years back, I bought them brand new from from Best Buy yeah. and and it, you know, I I absolutely love them. And and I still have them to this day. I ended up having to buy some new um plastics for them. Um, but they were like six bucks on Amazon. So I wasn't really, you know, um, um, yeah. 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 Okay. Sick. Are these earbuds you're talking about? Well, they're the ones that, yeah, they're earbuds, but they, they then wrap around your ear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, mine are like the studio muffs. Um, yeah, like well, I've seen, I've, ears, I've, yeah, yeah, I've seen yours. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. On the video feed. Of course. Yeah. Well, and yeah, I also but, um, have seen you in person wearing them. and Oh, wearing you know, them, I guess so. Yeah. But on the same token, do you know what it would be like for me to just assume that you analyzed and remembered my headphones that I was wearing? Like, I mean, like, <laughs> I wouldn't remember that necessarily. Like, I couldn't tell you if I was wearing an earring any of those days. I couldn't tell you. Like, I mean, I don't, I, I have no idea. That would be very presumptuous of me to assume that you remembered my headphones from them being coincidentally around my well, neck. Well, and <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't, nece- yeah, I don't necessarily remember them as, oh, yeah, you know, every time I see Polly's wearing those, you know, neon green earphones, I don't know what color they yeah. are. You know, I had no idea that, <laughs> see? you know, I, I don't sit there and go, geez, he's had those earphones for a long long time right you know not but so how long have you had them eight like eight years eight years and what did you pay for them a long time uh whoa the fire alarm's going off my building uh two and some i think like 250 260 bucks so i mean that's a pretty good investment yeah definitely i still have the ipod that i bought at the same time it's 164 gig ipod (laughs) I have, I still have, I have a uh, 120 gig, I think it is, classic from, okay, from yeah, mine's a classic. when we worked together. I believe I bought it there and I still uh-huh. have that and I love that thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't use mine often, unfortunately, not with the advent of podcasts and Spotify and everything. There was just no keeping up for the poor thing. But it still has music on it that I like to go back to every once in a while. It's like it's like I got a bunch of records too. It's kind of the same thing. Like I can get, I have music on there that I can't really find anywhere else now. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so you have word of the week and trivia this week. I you do. Thank God. Um. I so since we have those two segments, I thought we needed a new segment. Okay. Called I have enough on my mind. Don't randomly talk to me in public if you're a fucking psychopath. Um, 
And uh, this this is this is more of a solo one for me. Um, this is this is two people invaded my personal psyche this week for no necessary reason while I was walking down the street, and uh, I feel obliged to share these experiences with you. Okay, well I do want to hear this. Yeah. So uh, the first one I was was outside. The second one's inside a store. So the first one, I was crossing the parking lot, sort of, to get over to the main sidewalk to fuck off home kind of deal from the grocery store, from Safeway. Okay. So, I crossed the parking lot, and on the other side, there's these three, um, you know, I don't want to draw any assumptions, maybe they all had homes, but I'm going to assume that they were definitely residents impaired, um, to say the very least. Um, they were very scruffy-looking um, gentlemen, to say the least, uh, and actually two, two, two guys in a, and a girl. Um, and when I got over to them, the one guy who I, and I can't stress this enough, has bushels of hair. I mean, bushels. Um, it's, he's got this big, like, afro-y, curly hair and it's pulled up in this giant-ass freaking ponytail, I guess, but you wouldn't call it a ponytail because it explodes out the other side of it like a goddamn mushroom bomb. Um, and he's just got, like, so much hair. He must have 80 pounds of hair on his head. Wow. Um, and he looks at me. And says, you're, oh, what does he say? He says, you're a fiddle, you're one of them fiddle hippies. I know a fiddle hippie when I see one. A fiddle hippie. So, yeah, that's my, like, I just wanted to stop and ask him for a lot of more details about what that was. But, um, I, so I was like, ah, huh. Nah, nothing like yours, man. Like, what, like, I just, like, because he was like, well, and he mentioned my hair or whatever. Like, he got the hair or whatever. So I'm like, yeah, nothing like yours or whatever. Like, please let me keep walking. Don't stab me. And, um, and, uh, I'm still so, stuck on fiddle he keeps, he keeps, yeah, that's exactly the thing. He keeps leaning on it. Oh, yeah, you know, you're a fiddle hippie. And, uh, and th- then he's like, well, boys, I gotta get going. Like, now I'm involved in this. Like, he's taught, like, now I'm, I'm, and I'm just trying to get past him. Him and these two other people take up a sizable amount of space, so it takes me time. And, uh, uh yeah, okay, okay. And, and so then he leaves, and these other two are, like, turning towards me. I'm like, I am not fucking getting involved in this. I am not, no, I am not your new friend. I don't know how this happened. I am not a part of this. I crossed the street. So I just kind of ignored them and, like, 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 just <laughs> excused my way through them out of their space to get away from the fiddle hippie situation. Yeah, that would be something to get away and from. just, but... Fiddle hippie? You googled this. Please tell is me this you googled thing? this. Is this a thing? I did. All I could find is hippies playing the fiddle. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> of which I'm neither a fiddler nor a hippie. <laughs> a, a hippie play a fiddle playing hippie. A um, hippie fiddler. The, That's um. We we need we need. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't even know where to go with that because, I, you know, I'm sitting there thinking, okay, well, you know what, maybe we could post in some sort of gen- general forum and say, hey, anybody know what the fuck a fiddle hippie is? Right? Because now this is, this is going to consume my life. I don't think it's a thing. I'm, I'm, I don't think it's a thing, but I think more people should be called a fiddle hippie, but also I'm trying to determine what the criteria is to be a fiddle hippie. Do I just need hair that's more than a buzz cut? Like... <laughs> What do they do? Because I don't have a fiddle. I don't know if that other guy plays a fiddle, but I don't have a fiddle, so... I'm trying to picture you and 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 trying to collate 
<laughs> what would make you a fiddle hippie? Like I'm sitting there thinking hippie. I'm thinking long hair, tie dye, um, you know, peace, love, man. You know, big pot smoker. I mean, but everyone's a big pot smoker these days, so can't yeah. really fit that in there. And I, you know, uh, headphones around your neck. Um, cough, yeah, headphones make, on my head. Okay, on point. your head, even. Uh, you know, <laughs> I was McDonald's. Not McDonald's coffee in your hand. Uh, yeah, no, I just, <laughs> I don't. Uh, you know, um, <clears throat> no, I. Yeah, we need we need answers. We need more answers on this. So, if I any know. of our listeners have ever heard this term, uh, please let us know because we are uh, at a loss. For the love of God, yes. You could even call us and tell us at 1-587-997-4697. Then select option two and tell us what the fuck a fiddle hippie is. Yeah, uh, this is going to bother me for the rest of my life. <coughs> it is. It's going to bother me. It happened to me. It happened to me. Uh, this isn't even... I have, I have another story to tell you, but this isn't even it. When I was a little kid, we were sitting in a parking lot outside a liquor store, and this guy came up to the window... And, like, okay, so for context, I was probably maybe 10, I'm going to say 11, and um, sitting outside the liquor store, and this guy comes up to the window, and he starts, like, banging on the window, and he's like, you're marked, you're marked. Like, well, that just means he's going to kill you. Let me tell you this. It does stick with you. So in, 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 in 20 years, I will probably still be trying to figure out what a fiddle hippie is. <laughs> Because an event like that has a way of sticking with you. It would. It would, especially when it is just so out there. Yeah, so very out there. So then the next thing that happened to me, I was walking through a Safeway. A Safeway I don't normally go to, not that it seems to matter, because there's psychopaths everywhere. (laughs) Um, Yeah, there is. (laughs) Yeah, so especially on this podcast. So um, (laughs) I'm walking through Safeway, looking like me. You get the image, and this guy comes up the uh, up the uh, aisle towards me, and I mean he looks like he walked through five different people's houses and had to pick a different article from each of clothing from each person's house. He does not look like at all like he he looks like he got shot with a clothing gun, um to start with, and he's got no coat, no basket, and he's carrying this hunk of meat. I think it's a steak or something. In, in his hand, but he's, like, just holding it out in front of him in this weird way that you don't carry anything. And he stops me as he gets close to me. Say, man. Uh, yeah? You got any change? No. No, man. I'm sorry. I don't. And uh, he says, hey. He said, yeah. He says, you ever shoplift here before? I said, uh, no. And he's okay. Okay, man. Okay, man. Bye. And he just, fuck, he just keeps walking. <laughs> oh. So, oh. what was he hoping for? <laughs> if I had said I did shoplift, was he going to protege below me? What, like... <laughs> you know... <sighs> it's, 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 it's really mind-boggling to me how... You know, out in the public, some of these people you see, some of these people that that interact with you, you know how they're able to tie their shoes. Yeah, there's there's this one guy, and I've, I've never met him, thank God. Um, but uh, there's this one guy that I've seen posts, and he's in Calgary here, 
and and he posts videos and generally they get shared to 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 groups that are uh basically making fun of him um and and i did click on his profile one time um and i think people do people obviously follow him because of the outrageousness but he makes these videos um and and i'm not really sure what his malfunction is in terms of mentally but he he just he he yeah he videos himself and um and he's like downtown he's outside and he's just ranting he's ranting about the government and he's ranting about all all kinds of conspiracy shit and and it's just like what and people are people are commenting going meth not even once you know yep um and yeah. and it's just like yeah and i get you know, and I don't want to say anything real bad about, and I certainly don't want to generalize, but I don't, I don't want to 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 down talk uh, people with with you know mental conditions, you know, schizophrenia and, and bipolarism, and you know, um, yeah. all, all you know, all the other sorts of I don't I don't know the names of everything. I mean, they've got names for everything now. Um, <clears throat> that that, but it, it, it's just how do these people manage to survive? Yeah. You know? Well, and it's alarming. It's alarming when you see... Sorry, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but it's alarming when you see... And they do survive. They do... And so... And there's so many different ranges of that. And people do some pretty fucked up things that aren't quite that fucked up. And it's like, yeah, no. People are... People are really screwed up out there. People are... There are sick people out there. And it... Just because they're sick doesn't mean they have to be incapacitated or they're not going to work or they're not doing shit. There's some really fucking sick people walking around out there kind of functioning. Absolutely. Right. There was this guy I remember in Toronto. Um, and... And he was... Uh, what do we call him? bad santa crazy santa i don't know something something along those lines and he was this big guy big buff guy and he would walk around in in downtown areas of toronto uh with his santa hat on shirtless and he would just wander um across streets in the middle of traffic and just waving his arms sometimes he'd be carrying a golf club or a bat or a stick or nothing and he would just he'd just be ranting about like incoherent babble like it wasn't even the government's trying to fuck me it was just like you know the world was against him and he was taking it on like it was and it's like you know a guy like that i mean a guy like that can't hold a job you Uh know what i mean and even a guy like that how is he not in jail i mean okay let's assume a guy like that is homeless right Mm -hmm. and and because he can't hold a job if he's that angry or if he's that fucked up and, yeah. and and whatever that disturbed and then and 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 then but even on the street so he's just he's wandering around and he's ranting and he just happens to to you know like what look like someone looks at him the wrong way and he clips them you know yeah. i mean the guy was well known around toronto like you could sit there and say hey you know that that guy and they'd be like oh yeah i saw him last week you know so it's like yeah. again how does a guy like that survive out of jail you know well, why is he not because- in jail why hasn't somebody just been had enough and shot him in the face well, I mean, the, well, yeah, okay, that's bound to happen eventually, and I, I've, like, I, I'm not saying you, you, you are, you're encouraging it, or, but that's obviously not the ideal answer, that's not the answer to prevent it from getting to that point, and that's the problem, is that the, there's, the mental health support isn't there, and people just get kicked out, and they become the police's problem, yeah. and the cops, 
And the, the cops can't deal with it because they're not doing anything major yet. They see it happening. They know the problem's there. And once every few years, a cop speaks out and, and they say that, like, it, we can't, we're not the mental health system. We can't keep filling this role. And things just get pushed off until it becomes their problem. There's just a gap between the mental health system and getting gunned down by the cops or thrown in prison. And they just wait. That gap is just spent waiting for the person to either escalate or fix themselves. Well, and, and that's the whole thing, that the, the mental health system just isn't there. And I mean, if you try to approach the mental health system about it, they'll say, well, we can't help people that don't want to be helped. Well, and, yeah, and, and I mean, they that's realize that... legitimate. That's a legitimate statement. However, what does that mean we can't? I mean, how hard are you trying? Are you just saying, hey, Bob, I think something's wrong with you. You want to come talk in my office? No. Okay, have a good day. Like, I mean... What kind of, of, you know, I mean, this guy, like, you know, like I said, let's just use the Santa guy and even, even conspiracy theory guy. I mean, I don't know so much about hippie fiddle guy, but you know, there's these people out there Mm -hmm. that, that are homeless. And I mean, they go to, to, to soup kitchens, they go to food banks, right? And, and where's, you know, where's the outreach there? Yeah. These people are in the system. You're right. Yeah, I, I mean, I took I took a, a buddy to the food bank a couple of years ago, and you know, um, to to I guess the number I mean the food bank I guess there's the only the one in Calgary. I mean, there's lots of churches and stuff that'll put hampers and you know this and that, but yeah, yeah. they don't they don't have like a, a you know like a counseling station. They don't have like a, you know people wandering around. I mean, we had one guy walking around saying, "Hey, do you want a bottle of water and a cookie?" Okay, well, thank you. Um, you know, uh, yeah. I'm hydrated, but, but I'm crazy, you know, I like, yeah, they're just, they're just, again, you can't, you I'm, can't, I'm hydrated. I don't, I don't know how to balance my finances. I am mentally fucking ill. I don't know how to yeah. make a resume. I don't understand email, but thanks for the fucking cookie. You yeah. fucking impotent cunt. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing, right? Yeah. And I mean, again, I know that there's only so much they can do. And I mean, I know that there's a lot of programs out there and, and, you know, but it really is about, about people having to come in the door. And, and again, I understand that, but I feel like if they had more community programs where, you know, the community van, there was more community vans driving around and, and, you know, stopping and talking to these people and giving them resources and, um, you know. Uh, and and you know it doesn't even it doesn't even have to be that complicated because like you say these people are in the system it doesn't have to even be a van driving around these are people who do make contact with the system in a lot of cases you know these are people who are getting arrested like like we were talking about these are people who 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 are going to the food bank these are people who are who their name is in the system they are interacting with people who could stop the flow who could stop the cycle well and you know and and the thing is 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 you know, um, it's, it's, take, take psychologists, psychiatrists, take them out there, mm-hmm. you know, have, have, um, have, uh, like a van, a pharmaceutical van with you and be like, Hey, you know, a psychiatrist, talk to them for 10 minutes. And I know that's not ideal, but you, you get a pretty good idea when you've been doing it for a long time. Even a retired retired ones or maybe a gov- government, pro- I don't know. And saying, you know what, here, here's a bottle of fucking whatever, of lithium. 
because you're schizophrenic. You know, well, and then when people there's a, there's a danger. when people well, absolutely there's a danger. I mean, there's certain things. I mean, you're not going to hand out narcotics, right? There's you can't. But I mean, no. things things like lithium aren't narcotics, you know. But if you if you had some sort of way to administer certain medications to these people that don't know any better and don't know that they need help and don't know, you know, to you know don't know that they need help to get help. Right, because they are yeah. harm- homeless. They don't have a family to say, "Hey, we, you know, before it's too late, get them to a doctor and get them on something to keep them stabilized." Right, and that's and and it's unfortunate because I mean, how many people today are homeless because of that? Yeah, yeah, definitely because they just get pushed down further and further into the system. They just become somebody else's problem, somebody else's problem, somebody else's problem. That never moves uphill. That that unfortunately only moves downhill. And I'm not person like I'm not really a big fan of, of of necessarily medicating the masses too too much. I'm pretty much an opponent of a lot of prescription medication, but um, even to have people when people are getting arrested, when people are getting taken off the streets, and they're clearly when you're arresting the same person every day of the week, when you're going to the same houses every day of the week, to have the resources there when they're getting arrested and coming in, to have somebody there for them to talk to, to make a follow-up appointment, to get them into the system alone. Just that one one minute step before you go out there and deploy uh, therapists into the streets or anything. I think even just that minute of a step would make the world of difference. Because, I mean, right now it's so hard to... For one thing, it's so hard to get reach any resource that's free, for one thing. Uh, yep. Even the ones that try to work with you on sliding scales and things like that are often unaffordable if you don't, for one thing, if you don't push them for better rates and if you don't, um, if you don't know any better, like if you don't know to fight for better. And more than that, the waiting list that exists for those things that are free, we have some um, resources around these parts here of Calgary, Alberta, um, where Alberta Health does cover things. And this is something that I talked about when I was on, uh, the melancholy condition, uh, with Darius Velasquez earlier. Was it this month? Maybe something or last month. Uh, when I was on there, was a lot of people think like, cause we have, uh, you know, universal healthcare, et cetera, in Canada, like we have so many things covered and people think that, okay, because you go to the doctor with a broken leg and they fix it and you go home and that doesn't cost you any money, a lot of people think that our mental health kind of works the same way and it's not the case. No. Uh, it still costs us. And what free resources are there, I'll tell you exactly how it works. You get into the system, you wait a year, a year and a half for somebody to get a hold of you yep. and book an appointment. Yep. Literally. So when you're that mentally unstable, when you're losing telephone numbers monthly, when you can't maintain those basic things and you're that close to homelessness or you're that close to becoming a danger to somebody else, that's not that you can shove that directly up your ass because it's it's not helping anybody when they're that far down. Sure, it's helping a very small segment of society, but those are the people with the uh, audacity to wait through the process to get there. Those people have the strength to make it. The most vulnerable people are getting completely shafted in the process, and they become the cop's problem. And that's yeah, and it, it yeah. is unfortunate. And then and then what ends up happening is they do end up in jail. Which burdens the system. Yeah. Or they end up on, yeah. you know, or people that, that you know, are still, or, you know, are too far gone, you know, end up losing their jobs, their homes, 
um, and yep. then end up on welfare and again a burden on the system. So it, pushed it, out by the family, yeah. and you get out of jail. There's a whole fucking challenge all onto itself. Yeah. And I've got to explain to all your next employers where you've been for the last six months. You've got to, you know, like I, no. Yeah, well, and that's the whole thing. And I mean, some people might argue, well, in jail, you know, they have resources and they sit there and they have, you know, counselors and they have, you know, people that that can medicate you if you need medication, stuff like that, and and um, you know, and stuff like that. But you know what? Why does it have to come to that? Yeah. Right. You're taking away someone's freedom to get them help when you could have helped them before it got that bad. I mean, some people, it's it's it's. You know, I, I don't like to believe in things being too late, but I mean, really, at the end of the day, some people just really are too far gone. But if you still have a job, or at least still have a home and a savings, you know, whether it's an apartment or whatever, and you're still, you know, half-ass maintaining, but it's getting more and more of a struggle. I mean, these are the people that that you can help the most. And like you said, you're on waiting lists, and you're, you know, and and yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, and then a lot of times, yeah, these services are very, very expensive. I mean, I think to get to a psychiatrist, you're looking, you're looking at an average of two hundred plus dollars a session. Yeah. You know, and I mean, that's just in today's economy. You know, whether it be Canada or or, or U.S. or other countries, I mean, in most economies, that you know, you need right uh, months of sessions, once, twice a week. You know, and, and and again, there's that there's that situation. The worse off you are, the less access you have to. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is it is really unfortunate, and 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 then you get you yeah you get these crazies calling you hippie fiddles, fiddle hippies. Yeah, I mean the fiddle hippies. I, I it's just terrible. And asking me if I ever shoplift. I mean. We need to fix the mental health system. I ain't got time to answer these people's questions about fiddle hippies and fucking shoplifting. Get on it! Okay. Um, well, I think we've fixed all of the world's problems. Oh, we have. Right we've so we've given everybody um, the, the information they need. And um, yeah. yeah, and now they just have to wait a year, year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, good. Exactly. So, so if, if you're listening to this and your life's falling apart, just go through the back catalog and just spend some time listening to the podcast. And before you know it, you'll, you'll, you'll be getting... Half-ass help <laughs> from a med student. <laughs> when you climb that ladder of life, just remember the total stick cast. Yeah, there we go. We do accept donations, um, yes, or you can do. you can join our Patreon. Yeah, indeed you can yep. at Patreon at uh, www.patreon.com/tscpodcast. Full of bonus material that is sure to delight your senses. Indeed, including your sense of sight with our weekly, nope, with our twice monthly video <laughs> feeds, and your sense of hearing with our weekly minisodes. <laughs> yeah. And your sense of touch for those exclusive high tier subscribers. No, um, we don't do anything. I thought we don't. We don't guarantee any any services. No, no. Nature. We don't. We don't provide uh, services. Uh, bedroom service. No, no bedroom no. service. No no. no, no, no kitchen counter service. No. Okay, wait, no. we got to be more specific. Freaky people would listen to our show. Yeah, they're not going to be normal we're, people. We're we're big time kink shamers. Okay, no, we're not. But no, we can't be no, kink shamers. We're definitely not kink shamers. <laughs> um, septic five. Speaking of kink shaming, oh, I love when things work out. Septic five. Have you ever heard of this? Of course I haven't. Of course it you haven't. It sounds like okay. an alternative band. It does, doesn't it? It's uh, it's a, it's an 
older, like maybe 10 years old or so, uh, video, and you can't, it's really hard to find, but places like LiveLeak and those weird undergroundy sites, um, you can find it. It's a guy who put on a latex, I don't, I, latex doesn't do it justice, it was, it's, uh, I feel like sadly it was made for this, but I don't know who the fuck would have made it, I don't know what the fuck, I don't, it's, it's very special, it's a very special outfit that he's wearing, um, it's very skin tight, and he's swimming in a septic tank. Oh. Underground. Oh. Yeah. And, and it's his kink. Oh, like, that's his kink. He like, he like washes it over himself with his hands and stuff, and he just like you can tell he's fucking into it. Like he's totally when he gets out of there, he's fucking yanking it so hard. <laughs> like and and well, that I mean to me that just raises the question that who's letting this this guy swim around in their septic tanks? You know, I don't even ask that question anymore. I've come across too many things in this world to even ask that question anymore. Because the I. I begin to ask that question, and all I think is, well, yeah, of course, no, he meets people in the industry. Of course, yeah, he gets under the, he pays people to let him in, of course. So then there's, there's, sense. so then like, there's people uh, out there whose kink is watching a guy in a latex suit swim around in their septic tank. Yeah. Yeah. What was, I, 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 thing is, I couldn't do that. I mean, uh, that, uh, you know, I mean, I know if you can think of it, it exists, and I, I, I know yeah. that, but there was, wow, what's that guy's name? I don't know, I think he was on CBC. Uh, and he did all the, uh, the toughest jobs. I think the show was called. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I know what you mean. You know who I'm talking about. Toughest, so he goes yeah. around and he does all these these jobs that you know people don't realize exist, and they're crazy hard, and they're you know they're they're from A to Z in weirdness and and difficultness. And one of them I remember watching. I never followed the show or anything, but I do remember seeing seeing the one show. Um, where where he had to they they were were sucking out of a big ass tank and he was like waist deep or chest deep in shit and and um and he was just yeah he was gagging and puking and yeah and i mean just that's yeah oh yeah i i i people i I can I sometimes I can't believe what does it for some people. I mean, it's true. I don't it's know. true. I mean, and and yeah. like you said, if you can think it, if you can think it, then you know um, it it definitely exists. And I mean, if you can have a nightmare about it, that exists as well. So, um, God, that's that's really weird. Please tell me you're not sending me a link. To uh... just stop dreaming, people, because nightmares, when they come true, are not good. Uh, I sent you a link to something. You'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. Um, I don't know that I want to see that. <laughs> well, I've seen it, and I mean, it's. I mean, you have to be able to form a certain amount of detachment for yourself and just be like hey look at my hands they're perfectly clean and it's just a picture like you know like it's not a picture it's a video but like it's just an image on my screen i'm okay i'm safe like you have to just keep reminding yourself of that <laughs> and just detach as you watch those kind of things i don't know yeah that's uh yeah i don't know I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't. I mean, I just don't feel like I want to let my brain go in that direction. It's a special. It's a special. It's a special person. Um. So you uh, you got some uh, 
trivia for me there? I do. Sweet. All right, let's have a look here. What do you want to do first? Do you want to fucking, um... Uh, do you want, where is my stuff? Do you want word of the day or do you want, um, trivia first? Well, you know what they are, so why don't you pick? Okay, I'm just trying to, okay. <clears throat> hmm. I've, I've been finding a few good words of the day and, and so it's going to be, um, Heads is word of the day. Word of the day? Okay. Yes. So yeah. you're going to do a... I'm flipping. You're flipping, okay. <clears throat> it's heads, so word of the day first. I got heads twice in a row. It is a virtual coin flip, so maybe it's rigged. Is it flipped? What was that? Did you flip it yet? Oh, yeah, 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 heads. Oh, so it's word of the day, That's okay. I said I got it twice. Yeah, I thought... Yeah, okay, all right, all right. Your word of the day today... Is metrophobia. Metrophobia. Phobia. Okay, well. I think uh, some classic uh, video game fans might remember uh, a little game called Metroid. Um, I, I think it came out in the, the middle, early middle 80s, and uh, maybe for Atari. I believe. Uh, and uh, uh, th that game, they, they were beginning to experiment with what could really be done with 8-bit sound for the first time. So the sounds in it were like super freak freaking vibrant and uh, just really, really deep and like things people had not seen in things uh, like pinball games and stuff like that. And they kind of hit a, hit a neurotic... Uh, point uh, uh neurism in your brain that that would create things so uh, and we know that about sound that's not the news that's not what the word means we already know that's a thing i just didn't explain it well uh different frequencies have different effects on people so with that in mind the game was all the rage because i mean video games were brand new so everybody was you know trying to go out and get them and people would spend hours and hours and hours playing it because of course when you turned it off it wouldn't save because they didn't have onboard hard drives back then uh, so people would play it for hours and hours and hours, and oftentimes people would take shifts. So we would get together, for instance, and we'd be playing some Metroid, and I, we'd, I'd have played for like eight, nine hours, I gotta go to sleep. So then I'd give it to you and I'd go to sleep. Well, meanwhile, I'm sleeping and I'm in the same room, because uh, we're just running shifts back and forth. So these sounds are seeping into my brain while I'm sleeping, and because of that, a whole bunch of people wound up uh, right into the early 90s being quite shell-shocked, actually, where they would hear similar frequencies, especially as uh, technology advanced and 8-bit sound made it into like ringtones and those kind of things. Um, so people would hear these tones and it would just set them off, it would trigger them and create, uh, for the mildest points, anxiety. Uh, some other people ran out into traffic when they were exposed to certain sounds, uh, and that, 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 that irrational fear was dubbed uh, metrophobia for the Metroid video game, of course. Uh, I don't need to explain that part. Uh, and that's, that's what it is. And this is why everybody today needs lithium. Yeah. That grew up in the 80s. Exactly. Because I say shit like that, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> and because of that explanation. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know how they always so, say that the simplest answer is usually right? Yeah. Yeah, well, in this case, that definitely applies. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, so it's a fear of metrosexuals? It's a fear of poetry. Of poetry? Of poetry. What the shit? Yeah. Okay. See, I thought you might wow. have gone in the direction of trains. Of, of subways. I... Right. I figured it was a fear of the big city if it wasn't if it wasn't Metroid. Or, I figured it was a fear of cities. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or yeah. or Metropolis. Metroid first. But definitely, but, yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it definitely makes more sense that that it would be um, that it would be a video game from the eighties. I mean, of course. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. No, it's it's a fear of poetry. So I was. It's a fear of poetry. That's 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 amazingly not what I thought in any realm of existence it could have been. <laughs> not in the least. So I was right. Metroid was released, um, but I don't think it came out on Atari. Metroid was a uh, Nintendo game, and it came out in '86. <laughs> okay. Well, at least you got something right that had nothing to do with so what I didn't we were talking. That. No. Okay, so we've got to move on from that while I still shake my head. Alrighty. So I just have a bunch of general trivia as we as we've sort of discussed in in, in prior podcasts that getting a getting a quiz together is not always the easiest thing. So um I, me. um I I put together just general randomness um that that uh, I, I thought were interesting and and um yeah. So let's uh, let, well, yeah, let's go ahead with this. So your first question is, which of the following items was owned by the fewest U.S. homes in 1990? What? Okay. Okay. So was it a home computer? Was it a CD player? Was it a cordless phone? Or was it a dishwasher? In ninety. In nineteen ninety, the fewest U.S. homes owned these. I would say computers. It was actually a CD player. Really? Yeah. 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 Well, I guess brought by a thin margin, though. I bet. I would think that a lot of this stuff is pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. No, it was a well, CD player. Alrighty, okay. Then. In the year 1900, in the U.S., what were the most popular first names given to boy and girl babies? Okay, what year now again? 1900. Sorry? Okay. Was it William and Elizabeth, Joseph and Catherine, John and Mary, George and Anne? I was sure for a minute, but it was a hot minute and it went up in flames. Um, <laughs> I well, fuck, I was gonna say Joseph and somebody, but George and Anne swept in there at the last minute. I thought, fuck, there's a lot of people right around that like early 1900s age that were named George, like famous people at least when I think about them. Um, let's say George and Anne. John and Mary. No, really? Yeah, John and Mary. See, I probably would have gone George and Anne too because you see, you meet a lot of older people named George. My great grandmother um, was named Anne, and she was born in nineteen something, like early, early nineteen hundreds, nineteen oh eight or something like that. So, um, yeah, 
Yeah, so I probably okay, would have wow. just for that reason because my great grandmother's name was Anne. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm no, soft. John and Mary. Alrighty. Okay, so so far you're not doing so well. I am not doing so well. Which of these characters turned 40 years old in 1990? Charlie Brown, Bugs Bunny, Mickey Mouse, or Fred Flintstone? Oh, fuck. It's unforgivable for me. Um, okay, um... 40 in 1990? 1990. So that means it debuted in 50. And it's Charlie Brown. Bugs Bunny, Mickey Mouse, Fred Flintstone. Um, Bugs Bunny predates that. I'm almost 100% positive. The Flintstones, I want to say, would come about in the early 60s. And what was the other one? <laughs> um, Mickey Mouse and Charlie Brown. Oh, Mickey Mouse fucking predates that by a mile. It is Charlie Brown, then. It is Charlie Brown. I was yeah. I was wondering yeah. if you were going to get that one, being that we had uh, we, we had a, well, I'm a, a Peanuts guy. Yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm a well, I'm a big Peanuts fan, but I thought maybe I'm off by a year or two. So that's why I wanted to strategically eliminate the rest of them. But I realized that based on what I knew, and like I, I consider that's an area I should I know things about. Um, uh, and for that reason, I really wanted to strategically eliminate the other ones, and it turned out to my benefit. Well, yeah, there you go. Well, you did well. Your your uh, your overthinking paid off. It did, it did. big time. Yep. Thank God, I've waited 30 years for this day. <laughs> All right, so one oh, right, and we got two okay. more to go. Okay. Okay, in 1990, in what percentage of U.S. married couples did the wife earn more money than the husband? Do I get choices? Oh, yeah. <laughs> See how easy that is? You're not even smoking. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Shit. I'm sitting there looking at I'm looking at the choices too, waiting waiting for you to answer. Oh my god. Alright. Was it eight percent? Eighteen percent? Thirty-eight percent or fifty-eight percent? Fuck, it's one of the first two. Um 1990. Fuck. Um, either one, I'm going to have a goddamn I knew it moment. Um, so do I have little faith in mankind or do I feel like being a feminist today? Um, let's say... 18%? It is 18%. Yes! All right. My feminism paid off. Yeah. Okay. Your faith in humanity paid off. All right. Well, too right. I'm impressed you're doing better than I usually do. So, whew. Okay. Okay. Now, last question. Who holds the record for the most victories in a row on the professional golf tour? 
Is it Jack Nicholas, Arnold Palmer, Byron Nelson, or Ben Hogan? Okay, didn't put Tiger Woods on there. Good deal. Um, can I go ahead and hear them one more time? Because I needed to absorb them first and see that there was no obvious ones. Jack Nicholas, Arnold Palmer, Byron Nelson, or Ben Hogan? And it's the most wins? Most uh, victories in a row. Jack Nicholas. Byron Nelson, which I was surprised by that answer. Really? Yeah, Byron Nelson. Wow, I thought it was going to be him or Arnold Palmer. Possibly. Well, yeah, I mean, out of, I out of the, the four, I mean, yeah. Jack Nicholas and Arnold Palmer are the two, in my opinion, best-known names. And Ben Hogan as well. I've never even heard of Byron Nelson. So, yeah. No, I got to say, I don't think I have either. No. Well then, we learned what I know. But you still got two right, which I'm impressed with. So. Yeah, that's not bad for us. So what do I win? Nothing. You win a, you oh. win a, you win a hearty, woohoo! Woo! There we go. Well, there you go. I mean, that's that. So I, I started watching, um, I've watched a couple, I've been on Netflix the last couple days, and and I watched um, a series called Turn Up Charlie. Okay. Um, with uh, Idris Elba, who's, a, who's okay. a very popular actor right now. Um, you don't know who he is? No, not really. Um, I kind of recognize the name. Did you, did you watch... Uh, Thor? A uh, long time ago. Okay, well, do you recall the guy that controlled the Rainbow Bridge with the big sword and the black fella? No? Anyways, I mean, no. if you've seen a picture of him, you would, you would, you would know who he is. Anyways, so he's a, he's a DJ um, that had a, had a big hit, you know, 30 years ago sort of deal, and... Um, He's he's continued this dream of wanting to to continue being DJ and and uh, and it follows him. He ends up becoming a nanny for his best friend and and his wife, who is a big famous current DJ. Um, um, and and yeah, so but he's a nanny to their to their little girl who's eleven or something. So uh, there's only one season of it. It is new and I, it, it was cute. It was good. I enjoyed it. Um, so anybody out there that wants to, uh, pick a, you know, and, and, and I mean, I'm not a big, I don't say sitcom. It's, I don't, it's a series. It's a show. I don't know what, what they're really called. Um, but I'm always really hesitant to start something. And I'm also yeah. really hesitant to find something I like, you know, just by the look of it. Right. Um, yeah. So I was really on the fence about Turn Up Charlie, and I actually I enjoyed it. So I look forward to to a second season of of that. Um, and I also started watching another series that I've been wanting to watch for a while. Um, so I started, and I'm into the second season. Peaky Blinders. Okay, <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I know it. Yeah. yeah, so it's it's based in early 1900 England, um, and uh, it's about uh, a, a um, organized crime gang called the Peaky Blinders. 
So in the now, and I mean this isn't a spoiler alert, but uh, in 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 the shows that I had watched so far, um, I, I it didn't it didn't really explain what the hell a Peaky Blinder was, but that was the name of this gang, this organization. Uh, they were called the Peaky Blinders, and I thought it's kind of a weird name, you know. Um, so I actually, uh, so of course Google is your friend, and I googled this. So it turns out the Peaky Blinders, firstly, um, is rumored to actually have been a, a gang. Um, so the show is very loosely based on the Peaky Blinder gang. Now, um, <clears throat> what Peaky Blinder is rumored to mean is um, that the gang members uh, had razor blades sewn into the rims of their flat caps. So that they would... They flat caps. Yeah, they wore flat caps. Yeah, yeah so they would then take off their hats and strike people with them um, in the face. And essentially... Odd job style. Yeah, yeah. So it would essentially... Because it was on the peaks of their uh, their, their flat caps. And so they were the peaky blinders. Because they would blind you with their razor blades. The other uh, rumored theory on what a peaky blinder is is that the, the, the peaks of their hat were very hard. And in a fight, their first move was generally to headbutt somebody in the face, which would, would blind them, you know, permanently, temporarily, whatever. So, um, but... That seems like the same move... That seems like the same legend, just told by two different people who misconstrued it. <laughs> but it was... But, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's an interesting show. It's, um... It's good. I, I like it. Um... Yeah, so that's that's another okay. one for people. I think I'm in the middle of the second season, and uh, and it's good for people that like that sort of thing. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. it's it's really neat. Um, Have I talked about Son of Zorn on the show before? I'm not sure, but I mean, I, and I'm, I I I yeah, I don't know for sure, but I know that I've seen it on Netflix in terms of of being on there. I've never watched it. Oh, watch it. It um it is to enjoying a TV series what S and M is to sex um like I mean it it's just it's in in black and white it's not pleasant but when you're done you might look back on it and be glad you did. <laughs> uh, well, then. Uh, it's it's just it's okay. I don't even I I mean spoiler alert first of all because I'm not going to be careful about what I say at all. <laughs> it was a Fox show I believe, and it got cancelled okay so what is it first of all is it is um like he-man if anybody remembers he-man the character is basically he-man and uh he comes from this uh other land where everything's animated as is he-man uh and he comes to orange county to be a part of his son's life now uh because somebody was having fun with, like, animation programs. His family is not animated, but he is. So now it's, like, it's Roger Rabbit, okay? Uh, so he, he's all up in there trying to raise his human family and get along with his wife's new fiancé and all this stuff. And meanwhile, he's a cartoon. Uh, a cartoon voiced by uh, uh, the guy from... Oh, why can't I think of his freaking name? I'll get back to you on that. Uh, but yeah, so it's just this cartoon trying to exist in day-to-day -day life, basically. So, that's okay. I mean, if the novelty starts to wear off, it's no sooner than it should, I guess, given what it is. I mean, if you can't 
enjoy that mixed reality as it is, then you're not going to last long. But Jason Sudeikis is Zorn. That's ah, yes. Um, yeah. Okay. So he's the voice of the animated guy. So now the problem, the one big, big issue at the end of all of this is that the series got canceled after one season. Okay. Which wouldn't be an issue if they had any fucking idea that they were going to get canceled. But clearly, clearly, they had no fucking idea that they were going to get canceled. Okay? So literally, spoiler alert, people. And I'm sorry, if you were planning on watching it, I'm going to tell you exactly how season one ends. Okay? The one and only season season of the show ends with him getting kidnapped on the side of the road. Then he gets taken to this location. Meanwhile, his son's waiting to be picked up somewhere. So there's this whole, like, emotional arc on the go, too. And he gets kidnapped and taken to this location. They pull the bag off his head, and he makes eye contact with the person that kidnapped him. (gasps) And that's it. (laughs) That's the end of the series. (laughs) I hate when that happens. There was was a show I watched called uh, Nova. No, no, no. Okay. Nova or something. And it was about... It was about futuristic Earth. We had destroyed the planet. Um, and so a team had created this wormhole um, that went back in time um, to, to the age of dinosaurs and, and to set up a colony to rebuild and restart and do things properly. Um, now, of course, the entire world wasn't invited. It was, you know, it was uh, just like any of these these Armageddon type movies where they, they protect the, the smart ones and the, 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 the artistic ones and, and whatever else, right? So And the rich ones. And the rich ones and, and yeah, so and um so I guess there had been there had been a team that went out and then they lost contact and then so they sent a second team. Uh, the second team built and then turns out the first team is still alive, but they'd kinda gone rogue. And and we're living like bush people, and and I and it was a good show. And of course, then you have the issues of uh, the dinosaurs, um, you know, that would attack, and and you know they 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 could only go during you know certain times, and and it was good. And I believe it was on for two seasons, and then yeah, and then and then I guess it got canceled. But it it was it was really good. And one of the lead characters is the. Um, I guess the, 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 the general or the army guy from Avatar. The one that has this big scars on his face, right? Um, so, and I like him. He's in a lot of stuff. And, and so, no, but it was really good. And so, yeah, it got, it got shut down. So I was, you know, um, another one that got shut down that, again, sort of leaves you hanging was um, Dracula. Or what, I can't remember uh, if it was called Dracula or not. But again, it was, it was a series... Went on for a couple seasons and, you know, and it was sort of left with him um, trying to develop a method to be able to go out in the sun. And he had developed um, um, wireless power. Okay. Right. Um, and, and yeah, and again, it was sort of it was sort of left as, as well. And, and that went on for two seasons. There's a lot of shows, man. There is a lot of shows that are quite good, that I quite enjoy, um, that, uh, that get canceled. But I, I guess that's the way of it. Yeah. I mean, you look at, you look at, okay, so I, I was, I mentioned there was um, the one movie, uh, I think, 
Was it the Alita Battle Angel? I don't know. There was one movie recently that I watched that I quite enjoyed, and um, it didn't. It didn't really. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, it was Alita Battle Angel because it had come over from Japan, right? And and so uh, in in the Asian markets, it's doing great because everybody sort of knows the storyline and knows, and it's familiar to them, right? Just like the Avengers. Yeah. And Superman and everything is to us through comic books and, and various shows and cartoons and movies throughout the years. Um, so that's why they have such popularity now. But, but you know, there's still, you know, it's unfortunate that you still get a handful of, of people um, that, uh, that enjoy it. Well, even like I was saying, Avatar The Last Airbender, you get a lot of people that, that enjoy them. Um, but you just don't get because they say you have to make double the box office in order for them to, to determine it's a success. But I mean, if you say spend two hundred million dollars, right, and you know to make something, and you and you make a hundred million, you know, so three hundred million dollars, so what? I, I, that's a success to me, right? If you make if you make fifty million, that's a success. I mean. You know why? Why not keep going? I mean, it's if you make money, maybe it's not projected, but if you make money, you know, you might get you might get something that that you know gains popularity yeah. because of the second movie, right? Yeah. And people go, "What do you mean, Avatar: The Last Airbender 2? There was a first one? Well, I'm going to go watch it. And people are like, oh, shit, that was really good. Oh, I'm going to definitely go to the theaters to see this. Or, or you know, digital download it or whatever. So it's, you know, you, you take a lot of these movies um, that that just didn't do well back in, in even the 80s. Um, and they're cult classics today. Yeah. You know, and, and I mean, they're they're making money back. You know, they're making money again. And I mean, there's so many things that come back into style. You know, people are trying to snatch up Ataris and Pong and, you know, old video games. I yeah. mean, you look at you look at some of these Zelda games on, on the different systems. And I mean, people are people are charging upwards and two, three hundred bucks for a cartridge. And people are paying that. Yeah. You know, not saying it didn't have popularity when it when it came out. But I mean. You know, things things gain popularity, and, and, and you know, or or get more popularity as the years go on. I mean, you obviously you can't know for sure which is what it's going to do. No, it could totally just no. flop, right? But yeah, so so yeah, so it is. And Back to the Future. Oh yeah, Back to the Future. Such a resurgence. Yeah, yeah. there. I mean, they're they're still. I mean, I think they have a Comic Con coming up where where some of the cast from Back to the Future is going to be there and. You know, because they're 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 huge. I mean, I just bought a shirt the other day that that was Back to the Future, right? Like, you know, they're, they're still printing shirts. I mean, they're still selling copies of this movie. They make references in move in new movies to Back to the Future. I mean, yeah. it, it you know the DeLorean. They're talking the DeLorean Motor Company is talking about uh, releasing a new DeLorean for I think twenty 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 or twenty twenty one. Right, um, you know, so I mean, it's just like, yeah, absolutely, and I mean, even you just look at the old DeLoreans. I mean, people are snatching those up at at, at a couple hundred thousand dollars. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, they're a prized possession now, all because of that, and movie. all because of that movie. You know, that when that when the DeLorean first came out, it really was sort of a car that was 
a little bit of Ford, a little bit of GM, a little bit of this, a little bit of this, you know, and they just kind of slapped it together, right? It was spare parts made into a car and, and people just didn't, you know, um, it did, it didn't take off. And so they didn't make any more. Right. And, 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 but now, yeah, they're huge and people, they're highly sought after the Edsel, another perfect example of, of even just, I mean, different genre, but you know, different reasons, but the Edsel, I mean, when the Edsel came out, it was a total flop because it had air conditioning, it had power steering, it had power windows. It had, I mean, it had all these features and that were just so different from everything else. And then the look of them was so different that people were just like, no, no way, we, we're not ready for this. And they they stopped making them. And now people are, are searching them out, you know, because they're yeah. such desirable cars. So it's, yeah, I mean, things make a comeback. And, and, and again, I mean, I know it's difficult. But I think, again, if it costs $200 million to make a movie and you make $250, 300000000 million, um, and you know you're walking away with fifty, hundred million dollars. Everybody's been paid. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't know how many investors, and I don't know who gives them this money. But I, you know, if somebody handed me a check for two million dollars as 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 one of the investors, if they have say twenty five investors, I think I think I'd be I'd be okay with that. You know, I mean, it's two it's two, well, it's mean, two million yeah. more dollars than I had, you know, a year ago, right? I mean. If, if you're making money, you're making money. You know? So... Well, I guess not everybody views it that way. Well, I, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know what interest rates, and, and I don't know. I mean, I know a lot of people that invest would look at it as, as just that, as an investment. And, you know, if, if you say, if you had a million dollars, what is it? Something I've always said this, and I mean, I've said it since I was younger, and so it's probably not even that today but if you put a million dollars in the bank you can live off the interest you get fifty thousand dollars a year or something now obviously it's probably different now maybe it's more maybe it's less i'm not entirely sure but i mean yeah if you have so why would you take if you were making it i mean i guess the the ideology is if you had if, if you're making fifty thousand dollars in the bank off of that million dollars why would you take that million dollars and put it somewhere where you make forty thousand so, I mean, maybe that's, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, the mentality when it comes to the investment. Hey, I just gave you, you know, $20 million and in a year I can turn that into $25 million, but now I've only turned it into $22 million. Yeah, well, and I think that's it to an extent because, I mean, like, like if somebody gave you or I a million dollars, yeah, I, I, would, I could see putting it in the bank and being like, okay, now I can do whatever I want and I don't have to work. Yeah. Right, because I can make fifty grand a year. But when you're renting individual office spaces that are fifty grand a year, and that's what you put out in utilities for all your properties every month, it doesn't mean like I as all the numbers go up, I'm, like your expenses would go up too. Oh yeah, but damn it, I'm the consumer yeah. and I want what I want. Yeah. Okay. Well, fine then. As it should be. As it should be. Um, as you say it, it is. And the customer yeah. is always right. Oh, there we go. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I know you don't believe that. Not um, even close. Not even close. Well, I guess, I mean, you know, I think we touched on a lot of important things. Say we fixed all the world's uh, mental health we did. problems. Yep. Um, we, uh, we, we got some trivia. We got some word of the day and we learned some things about Metroid. We, um, <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah. <laughs> and we discussed Hollywood. Um, 
I think I think it's been a really productive day. I think I think we can't ask for any more, and we shouldn't. We shouldn't we be greedy. No, we would be greedy, no. and we're not greedy. We're far from greedy. We're far from far from greedy. All we want from you is for you to like leave us a review somewhere, maybe Apple or or any place you listen to podcasts, maybe on Facebook even. Did you know you can review us on Facebook? You can. You can also call us at one five eight seven nine nine seven four six nine seven, and if you select option two, you can, uh, hey, you know what you can do? You can leave us a message, and you know what we'll do? We'll play it on the show. Isn't that terrifying and exhilarating all at one time that your voices could be right here next to ours, just yammering away? It could happen to you. Go ahead. Leave us a message. Um, and, I mean, you know, I guess, in the meantime, that's probably it for us, so, uh, this has been the Total Stickcast. Bye. Bye. Nice. I'm satisfied. Thank you for joining us on the Total Stick Cast. The Total Stick Cast is available wherever you listen to podcasts, including Google Play, Apple, Spotify, and Stitcher. We appreciate your ratings and reviews as they help other people find us and help us to grow. Please take the time to let us know what you think. The Total Stick Cast is hosted and produced by Paul Johnson and features Ryan Blair and Terry Savage. You can connect with Paul Johnson directly on Twitter at off the LP or at everythingpaul.net. That's everythingpaul.net. You can find the Total Stick Cast on Twitter and Facebook at Total Stick Cast. You can also reach us by email at totalstickshow at gmail.com. My name is Larry G. Jones, and this has been the Total Stick Cast. Thank you for making us a part of your day.